<laughs> okay. So uh, somebody asked a question. I'll just summarize it here. It's about the whole topic of having the proper context for a basis of designation. And so they're asking, um, how do we apply this to the concepts of truth and, truth and falsity? Wouldn't someone who is very skilled at delusional thinking be in danger of being able to use context to their advantage of turning that which is true into a lie or vice versa and be somewhat justified in their argument that they are able to prove uh, that in this context to tell this lie was actually telling the truth. Does the truth have inherent existence? (laughs) So the truth doesn't have inherent existence. Okay, People having delusional thinking... Forget people with delusional thinking. The rest of us who are supposedly normal, we all the time say things that we are convinced are true that, you know, if we're lucky, later on we realize we're totally irrational and off the wall. And yet at the time we say them, or at the time we make a certain decision, it's like, this is true, this is it. So... You know, just because somebody says it doesn't make it true. And in the same way, just because we label something something doesn't make it that thing. Okay? So in terms of labeling, there's three criteria for something to exist conventionally. In other words, for there to be uh, a proper basis for the label. You know, in other words, the basis can function as the definition of what the, the label is given. So first of all, it has to be something that's just conventionally known to people. doesn't have to mean everybody knows it, but it's something that's known. Then the second is it's not contradicted by another conventional, reliable cognizer. Okay? So if I look over there and I say, oh, there's a scarecrow, you know, um, I can believe it's a scarecrow. The rest of you have valid cognizers and see that, that that's not a scarecrow. It's Venerable Juni, you know, and that I can't label her as a scarecrow just because I want to, okay, whether I'm delusional or not, whether I'm lying or not. I can't do it, you know, because other people's reliable cognizers can, can contradict that. And then the third criteria is that something is not contradicted by an ultimate reliable cognizer. Okay? So this is a cognizer that understands the ultimate nature, emptiness. And so while I may look over there and I perceive an inherently existent chuni, okay, the rest of us don't, well, I don't know, but I'll assume, I don't, have, a, have an ultimate valid cognizer that can d- disprove it. But that doesn't mean that there's an inherently existent journey there just because we don't have the cognizers because there are people who do have the, uh, an ultimate reliable cognizer who can say there's no inherently existent journey. Okay? So for something to be a, uh, the, you know, the correct uh, label for that base, for things to exist conventionally, actually, these three criteria for things to exist conventionally. You have to have, it's, you know, it's commonly known somewhat to some people. It's not contradicted by a conventional, reliable contra- uh, cognizer, and it's not contradicted by an ultimate reliable cognizer. Okay, 
then you can see it conventionally it says okay yeah it, maybe I'm wrong because you read the whole question but it also sounds like maybe this edges a little bit on, on some area of like skillful means if someone who has wisdom does some of the things that they're talking about because sometimes mm-hmm. Buddhists and Bodhisattvas and even just our teachers say things in certain ways that might might be taken out of context and be well, you give the example of someone comes to, um, or in the movie of the Rebbe, someone came to find the Rebbe, and the old man just said, when they asked, oh, did a young man come here, the response was, people don't come up this way very often. Rather than yes or no, he gave an answer to a different question. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I'm just wondering if that starts okay. on what they're talking about. Um, okay, well, I think this person is, is talking specifically about delusional thinking okay but your point about you know isn't there a thing of skillful means and saying slightly different things to different people so this actually brings up the whole topic for example in the Buddhist sutras to some people the Buddha said uh, there is inherent existence and to other in other sutras he denied inherent existence okay now somebody could say isn't the Buddha lying well Try to try and say that, you know, doesn't go over very well. Um, okay, so there we say the Buddha wasn't lying because he was talking to different groups of people and his intention was to lead all of them to enlightenment. And even when he said, for example, uh, like to the Chitta Mantra, people who became followers of the Chitta Mantra, that there's a basis of all. You know, they interpreted it one way, but his actual intention was another meaning. Okay? So the Buddha wasn't lying. He was saying things that maybe superficially appeared one way, but when you look deeper, you know, the actual meaning was this. Okay? 